I didn't think you'd come back. What, you thought I was just going to ride off into the sunset and pastor my nice little church in Vanier? <laughs> Not going to happen. He's back! In a way, now I'm back. Good to be back. I can't believe it! I just don't believe it! I'm freaking out! This is Late Night Council. We thought it best to break it to you slowly. How about we get back to the important topic? Who's John Council? That's my grandpa. We would be honored if you would join us. Give it to me straight. It's perfect. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. John, you're in charge. The war against bland, boring radio continues, kids. Welcome to the Tuesday night, May the 10th, 2016 edition of Late Night Council. We're open line, open topic, which we're going to be most nights, unless I tell you otherwise. So get on the line right now. If you know what you want to talk about, if you don't have to wait for me to form your opinion, 343-700-4390, that is the Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec line. That is 343-700-4390. If you're listening across this great continent of ours, one 844 Late Night Council is on. That's one eight four lnc is on If you like the numbers, one 562 That's one 562 You use that number if you're calling from Mozart, Saskatchewan. If you're calling from Dorcas, Florida. If you're calling from Assinippi, Massachusetts. Or George, Washington. Yeah, there's a town called George in the state of Washington. Not making this up, folks. All factual. Everything you hear on this program, you can bank on. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. You can join the program immediately. And I've got great news. If you didn't read my tweet about an hour ago, all our distortion problems with our callers. If you listened last night, you heard when the callers called in, man, it was it was really raspy. We had a lot of distortion. All those problems are solved. Our callers tonight are going to be crystal clear. Now, I hope their thought process are, processes are crystal clear. I hope the content that they bring to the program, you know, kind of raises the bar. Pretty good last night for the callers that we had, okay? Not bad. I was quite impressed. You know, the bar was raised, and, and, and I'm trusting, you know, that uh, that's going to happen again tonight. 343-700-4390, Trudeau's not the only politician riding on his father's name. You know that, eh? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. There's a guy in North Korea. You may have heard of him. I'm quoting from a, a, an article yesterday that was in The Citizen. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un... Oh, this is going to, you're going you're gonna to rest a lot easier knowing this, folks. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un said his country will not use its nuclear weapons unless their sovereignty is invaded. Oh, aren't you delighted to hear that? These guys are, you know, these, these, these missiles and rockets of theirs that routinely blow up on the launch pad. They're letting us know, hey, it's okay. We're not going to use them unless you attack first. And, of course, you know how every nation is wanting to take over North Korea. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, we want to get all those, you know, relatives, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, isolated relatives of the people that are running Hyundai and Samsung. Yeah, we're, we're wanting to knock them off right away. How much difference, though, is there between Korean state-run media 
And there's a lot of funny stuff on, on YouTube. I mean, if you want some laughs, go on YouTube. Just type in North Korean state-run media. And, and the, the, the parodies are endless, okay? But really, how much of a difference is there between Korean state-run media promoting Kim Jong-un as, you know, uh, uh, with more superpowers uh, powers than the, you know, the mighty Thor? And really, you know, uh, CBC, CTV, et cetera, giving, you know, SpongeBob Trudeau, you know, the free ride that he gets. Not much of a difference there. Further, our discussion last night, okay, of SpongeBob's bumbling reaction to the Fort McMurray fire. Jerry Agar in the Sun news chain today. Why isn't he all these days later still not in Edmonton? Now, he kind of gives him a pass for not going to Fort McMurray. I wouldn't do that. Agar seems to think that, oh, yes, security details and the logistics involved would just be too dangerous. I'm not buying that. I think a leader would have found a way to get to Fort McMurray, to be standing side by side with firefighters, encouraging them. In my opinion, a real leader would have done that. But Agar says, why isn't he at least, all these days later, still not in Edmonton, where he can meet with people effectively made refugees fleeing the devastation of their houses? Trudeau had all the time in the world. Now think about this. He had all the time. This is Agar talking here, not me. I'm quoting him. He had all the time in the world for Syrian refugees arriving in Canada when he thought that, you know, the photo ops would look good. Where is he with, you know, the Fort McMurray people? Canadians that, you know, oh, maybe they didn't vote for him. Maybe that's a conservative stronghold there. I don't know. Jerry Argar quotes Bob Reed. Meet with them, not for the sake of a photo op but to demonstrate that you're there, you're fully engaged, you're concerned. This is what we see leaders do in times of disaster, regardless of what the political climate might be in a particular region for them. You go. And I mentioned this last night. Agar's picking up on this. At the end of George W. Bush's presidency, U.S. News & World Report wrote a series of articles on Bush's five most fatal decisions. One of them was his perceived lack of action on Hurricane Katrina. It took him two weeks to get there. And he paid a huge political price for that. Is it any any different seeing the smiling image of a prime minister announcing hundreds of millions of dollars in transit funds for Toronto while people living in Fort McMurray wonder whether their home, indeed their community, even exists? Better photo op in Toronto. More people voted for him. How can you not think that? 343-700-4390 if you have a comment. It's open line, open topic. I could keep feeding you stuff and good quality content from now until Jesus comes. But, but you know, I'm of the opinion that it's um, a lot more riveting, a lot more interesting when, uh, you know, you call in and we start yakking, okay? 343-700-4390. LNC is on. That's 1-844-562-4766 if you need the toll free. Another, another little bit of, uh, 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 you know, insight into the whole, I guess, the, I guess that you would call this the other side of Trudeau mania, wouldn't you? I give it here. You're certainly not getting this from mainstream media. I've never seen a guy get a cakewalk from media like, like he's getting. Now, Ann Kingston kind of was polite in McLean's magazine this week. White House, now you got to hear this. This is kind of cute, okay? Now listen closely, okay? White House correspondence dinner last weekend, okay? This is Barack Obama getting up at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. 
Now, remember that the White House Correspondents' Dinner, it's all the news media in Washington. They gather and they poke fun at each other. And Obama tells jokes. And before him, it was Bush. And, you know, like it's just a big, fun, you know, goofball thing. Okay. It's usually a light night. Here's Obama. Listen to this. Obama's at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, gets up the podium, says this. Somebody recently said to me, Mr. President, you are so yesterday. This is in Washington. Justin Trudeau has completely replaced you. He's so handsome. He's so charming. He's the future. The president told the room before delivering the punchline, I said, Justin, just give it a rest. <laughs> a calisthenics worry na- wor- weary nation needs its head, nods its head, sorry, in agreement. All we get is photo ops of him doing, you know, silly stuff. I'm looking for a leader, you know. I mean, he had a golden opportunity to, you know, show that he had some guy, a character, show that he had some depth to him by getting out to Fort McMurray and being shoulder-to-shoulder with those people there. And he blew it. Obama and Trudeau together refusing, and this is all over the papers today as well, they're refusing to call ISIS what ISIS is doing. They're refusing to call it genocide. Been following this? John Iveson today. Islamic State of Iraq has committed genocide against religious minorities such as Christians, Yazidis, and Shia Muslims in Iraq and Syria. Widespread. Everybody knows that. They're trying to wipe these religions out, these ethnic groups out, totally. I mean, if you have a mind, if you have any type of objectivity in you you at all, you know this is genocide. The cases of ISIL executing Christians and Yazidis while enslaving and raping their women and girls is well documented. Okay? Everybody knows that. But Barack Obama, because of his close ties with Islam, refuses to call what they're doing genocide. And SpongeBob Trudeau and his foreign, you know, his foreign affairs minister, Stefan Dion. Now, remember, you know, we made a big thing of it, you know, even three months ago. And I'm, I'm amazed that media hasn't said anything about it, okay? The foreign secretary of foreign affairs, okay, is a known supporter of outlawed terrorist groups. Islamic terror, Islamist terrorist groups. Terrorist groups. And we know that SpongeBob went after, you know, the Islamic vote big time. So they refused to call what ISIL is doing genocide. And nobody's holding his feet to the fire. And voters continue to have him way, way, way ahead in the polls. You know, as far as, you know, who would make, who would be the best prime minister. I know he's the prime minister in office. But they're doing these polls all the time. Okay? There's nobody in opposition. None of the candidates that might be living, leading the opposition party. And Thomas Mulcair, well, he's gone. He's yesterday. Okay? I mean, nobody's coming close to this guy. Voters adore him, absolutely adore him. We plan to run modest $10 billion deficits in the first, you know, three or four years of, of, of our, our tenure. Yeah, try 30 to $35 million and nobody's complaining. Nobody's saying, oh, hey, just a second here, you know. I mean, you made a ton of promise here, promises here, buddy, and you're not delivering on any of them. And what do we get? Selfies, photo ops, announcing millions for Toronto Transit, and he won't even go and identify with the plight and the suffering of, you know, uh, the the, the people suffering from the Fort McMurray fire. I don't know. This is my opinion. I want to hear your side. I want to hear your side. Do you have confidence in this guy or not? 
521-8255 is number to call. Oh, that did it. Uh, okay, three times last night. Three times last night. That's the first one tonight. Gave out the old phone number. It's 343-700-4390. Let's see how many times I do it tonight. I don't think it's going to be more than three. There's got to be improvement, I would think. Don't you think? 343-700-4390 if you want to get in on this. That's in the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. 343-700-4390. And, of course, the numbers are up on the website. And you joined us by joining the website. 1-844-562-4766 or 1-844-LNC is on. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Give it a try. Okay, give it a try. It just might get on the air. As we're getting more familiar with the technical stuff here, and I'm doing more technical stuff on this show than I have ever done in my 33 years of doing talk radio. But as we're getting more familiar with the technical side of it, you may get an email on the air tonight. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. It's got to be under six lines, though. If it's not under six lines, I don't even look at it, okay? I talked about state-run media. I couldn't believe I saw this line on CBC. That's our state-run media. You know, that's a network you pay for even though you don't like the content. And you disagree with just about, you know, every opinion that they share. But you still have to pay for it whether you like it or not. An organization that's long outlived its shelf life. An organization that we were slowly scaling back, you know, our tax dollars that were being wasted because it's a redundant organization. And yet, because they championed the cause of SpongeBob Trudeau, and now he's you know upping upping their, you know their budgets through the stratosphere now, giving back more than you know what they lost under the Harper administration. And on their website, I couldn't believe I read this line: "Who knew a government questionnaire talking about the 2016 census? They brought back the long form census, okay? That wants to know every detail of your life. They probably want you know a, a, a map of your of your genetic code." Next thing you know, test tubes are going to be coming in the mail, and you're going, to, you're going to have to supply fluids to them. So on CBC's website today, who knew a government questionnaire and the return of its mandatory longer version could inspire such goodwill amongst Canadians? Gee, can you, can you give SpongeBob a little more propaganda there? It's the long census form inspiring goodwill? A census? I had nothing to live for. And then the census came in the mail. Now there's purpose in my life. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe how wonderful a prime minister we have. I just believe everything the CBC says about him. And he's always just wonderful. My goodness. Gag me with a microphone. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. Stephen Vanier is waiting on the line, but we got to go to commercial break. Now, if you were with us last night, you know that our commercial breaks are a little bit different, okay? They're a little bit different on Late Night Council, the new Late Night Council, because these aren't paid for. We're not taking any money yet. Now, if you're listening and you got a business and you're thinking, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind advertising on council show. That's not a bad thing. Look, we got a, we got a, a whole you know, system in place. You get a hold of us through the website and through the email. You'll, get a, you'll track us down. We're easy to find, okay? We can talk about it, but until until we know we're up and running, got all the bugs out, and wait to hear our first caller tonight. It's going to be crystal clear, okay? We're getting there, okay? I don't want to take anybody's money. 
But in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, we've got some very unique ads that you know are, are probably the most probably the most believable that you've ever heard on a radio show. And uh, I think it would probably be a good thing if uh, if we uh, went to one of those right now. And when we get back, Stephen Vanier's on hold, and you could be on hold if you call us right now three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. I've always got stuff to talk about. I want to hear what you want to talk about as well. This is Late Night Council at www.latenightcouncil.com. Tweet us out there. Facebook is out there. Tell your friends. If you want to buy time and partner with us, hey, man, we'll give you, a, we'll give you the best bang for your talk radio buck that you can get in Canada. Right back after this. Stay with us. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them council sent you. That'll make them smile. I bought my Toyota Yaris from Tony Graham Canada eight years ago. It now has 340,000 kilometers on it, easily the most reliable car I have ever owned. I was talking to my mechanic. I said, Erwin, you must fix a lot of cars. Is my car unique or all Yaris's like this? He said, no, they're all like that toughest little car he's ever seen. And he also said Toyota just makes better cars, the kind you keep for a long time, not the kind that you have to replace every three or four years because it's falling apart. Tony Graham Canada Toyota. When you want a vehicle that's going to last a long time. Hey, we're all getting older. Someday you're not going to be able to cut the lawn or shovel the walk or clean out the eaves troughs like we used to. We're going to want to shift gears. Put the feet up. Let somebody else do all of that. I hope when that time comes, you'll have already checked out Orchard View Living Centers. Great facilities, great people, great programs, and best of all, a lot of happy, satisfied residents. Find out what living should be orchardviewlivingcenter.ca in beautiful Manatee.
Welcome back. 5-2-1. Oh, did it again. Did it again. That's twice. That's twice. Three strikes and I'm out. Three strikes, you know what? You don't even have to listen anymore. That's it. If he does the old phone number again, I'm never listening again. No, you wouldn't do that. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. Now, we're talking a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, Trudeau in in the first segment here. I have to make you aware that I did get an email from a very disgruntled listener last night who emailed me and said, John, I take great offense at you calling Justin Trudeau SpongeBob Trudeau because you're dissing my hero, SpongeBob SquarePants. How dare you bring the character down of SpongeBob SquarePants by referring to Trudeau as SpongeBob Trudeau. So I, I apologize for that, but I'm not going to stop doing it. Because I, I mentioned this, you know, I remember we did a show about six months ago on, you know, uh, famous political leaders in North America and what cartoon character do they remind you of the most. And SpongeBob was one that came to the fore for reminding people of, you know, Justin Trudeau. I think the nickname fits. If you want to call in and give me a hard time, feel free. You know, it's talk radio. It's about opinion, folks. It's about opinion. Look, this is not just news commentary. We want to hear your opinion here. If all all you get is news commentary without a little bit of an opinion, then I would suggest that's pretty boring radio. Call in and disagree. That's when it really gets fun, you know. Or you can call in and tell me how wonderful my opinions are. I I don't know what's going to happen with Steve here. But I'm going to bring him on. Let's see if I can bring him on. Steve, are you there? Steve, are you there? there. Can you hear me, Steve? I can hear you. Uh, oh, is John, is it? Steve, I'm listening to your How voice. You I'm listening to your voice, Steve. And I'm listening to your voice. Yeah, but Steve, last night, like, our callers' voices were distorted, and we had, like, it was a, we were having a real difficult time. We couldn't even make out what they were saying. But yours is the cleanest sound I've heard since, you know, we moved into the studio in this new venture here. So uh, as oh, we had hoped you. and as I announced on Twitter, we have licked the problem of, you know, distortion on the phone line. So, Steve, aside from well, the quality of your call, me. what's... what's maybe it's just me. No, I don't think so. But you know what? You may, oh, have, okay. <laughs> you may have great content here. We're waiting to hear your opinion. What do you think, buddy? What's on your mind? Well, John, I want to ask you something. It seems kind of strange, but um, I want to know if you know who actually owns the Highway 407 now. Well, uh, my understanding, it's, uh, it's the Ontario government, doesn't it? I mean, they like to say that it belongs well, to all of Ontario, but that's garbage. You know, it's, it's, you know they're, well, getting, in, they're getting the revenue from it. Wasn't it back in 2002 or something that you actually sold out to a private company? That may be. It's not something that I followed, Steve. What what can you uh, share with us about it? Okay. Well, I mean, I, my understanding was it was it was uh, you know it was the revenue is is going to the Ontario government. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Well, well, yeah. Well, that that seems to be the thing. Is it was a, a government owned when it first started. Uh, then they sold it out to a private enterprise, um, so that they would not be involved with it anymore. Um, the problem is, is um, my brother obviously didn't pay one of his things and went to get his uh, renewal for his license okay. sticker, and they made him pay before he could actually get a sticker. So Ontario was involved, obviously. Obviously, they have to be still involved when it, with it, even though they say that they're not. Sure. Well, I mean, um, anything Queen's Parks touches, I, you know, turns to mud. I wouldn't trust anybody in, 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 in the governing body of our province as far as I could throw them. Yeah, because what, what other company, like if somebody owed you money, how can you can't just call the license bureau and say, hey, listen, um, 
oh, Steve there owes me $60, and so... Yeah, but how do we know? Maybe they've cut a deal with whoever... Maybe they've cut a deal with whoever owns, you know, 407. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You you couldn't do that. Can you imagine having... If you... If somebody... if, If I owed you money... Then you call the license bureau and say, oh, by the way, just make sure that um, he has to pay you my money first before he can get his license. Yeah, but, but in, the no- in the normal John, world... John, you're crazy. We can't do that. I know, but in the normal world, you can't, you know, shut down two gas plants, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, just for the sake yeah, of political gain. I mean, these people flaunt <laughs> the law and do whatever they want all the time because the voters of Ontario don't hold them accountable at all. Okay. They don't pay yeah, for their I sins, that, okay? Yeah. They don't pay for their sins. Yeah. They do whatever they want because over time and time again, the voters of Ontario have sent a very, very clear message to Queen's Park. You can lie to us. You can waste your money. You can put us into further debt than any sub-sovereign territory in the world, okay? We will keep yeah. voting you in and voting you in. You got a <laughs> blank check, baby. And, you know, yeah, and, and now right. they've got a prime minister that will continue to bail them out. And Harper was just as bad. Harper bailed out the McGuinty government and the Wynn governments when they were running deficits. Okay, he kept dumping money in the province because none of our politicians wants to be seen as the bad guy that actually pays the bills and reduces right. debt. Yeah. Okay, because if you do that, you're, you know, you're taking away their sunny ways and happy times well the bozos that do the voting don't realize is that our great-grandchildren are paying for those sunny times and sunny ways and these wonderful you know like uh wonderful programs that we think we're so advanced well yeah you can have anything you want if you've got papa's credit card but in the real world if you can't pay your bills there's nobody to bail you out Okay, you are going to go bankrupt and lose everything. Okay, and if you want a good, if you want to get a good understanding of where we're headed, drive around downtown Detroit. Okay, because we're going to see that (laughs) nationwide. There's no other end game. Okay, at the rate we're going now, we're getting to the point where we will never, I mean, never be able to get out of the debt that we're accumulating, especially in the province of Ontario. Yeah, that's very, very true. Detroit is a ghost town. Mm-hmm. And and Detroit is the. It's. I mean, there's Terrible. a lot. There were a number of things that contributed. At the top of the list was you know borrowing, 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 going deeper in the deficit, and never paying off your bills, spending way, 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 way more than you take in. There's not a household yeah. in Canada that can run that way. You go bankrupt if you do that. Okay. And, and that's where we're headed. And, and if you don't have respect for paying off debts, man, but then again, the voters don't care, do they? The voters do not care. They keep voting these bozos in. And I have fun dissing Trudeau and calling him SpongeBob Trudeau and everything, okay? But really, really, my point is to educate the voter. It's the voters that are to blame, far more than Kathleen Wynne and, 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 and you know, SpongeBob. Haven't got a good nickname for Kathleen Wynne yet. Have we got any? You know, the, the ones that I've heard are, you know, pretty crude and profane. And, you know, I can get away with SpongeBob Trudeau. I mean, what they've called Kathleen Wynne, I can't repeat over the air, you know. But if anybody comes up with a good nickname for Kathleen Wynne, I'm all ears for that, you know. Yeah, I'll have to think of that one. I'll, I'll think. Well, when you that. come up with something, call in, okay, Steve? Good having you on. All right. Take care. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Bye bye. 343 700. 4390, that's 343, 700, 4390, that's Eastern Ontario and uh, Western Quebec. 
And if you're calling from uh, Cold Lake, Alberta, hope the fire hasn't destroyed you. If you're calling from Beehive, Alabama, Old Furnace, Massachusetts, or if you're calling from Gopher, South Carolina, 1-844-LNC is on. 1-844-562-4766. Oh, we're getting into that, you know, that difficult, kind of like uh, difficult, awkward time where I'm getting so close to the bottom of the hour news break that if I bring the caller on, I'm only on for like, uh, you know, 30 seconds. So not going to bring them on. Maybe maybe we'll go to a tune. Now, remember, we don't have news, do we? Okay, this is online. We're not part of a news service. There may come a time where we, you know, we're piping in a bit of a news show. I don't know. But until then, we decided to come up with something rather unique that's fun to listen to, kind of keeps the mood of the program going. And uh, we're going to take a break for, oh, maybe three, maybe three and a half minutes. And, uh, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this over, the, over the, uh, the bottom of the hour. And then we get right back to the phones and we get back. Yes, you can get a line while we're doing this, okay? 343-700-4390-1844. LNC is on. This is Late Night Council. Right back after this. Stay with us. Radio, you're still listening to Late Night Council. I'm just getting reloaded. Yep, you can advertise right here. Keep your eye on latenightcouncil.com in the next week or so, and we'll let you know how to get the most for your advertising buck right here on Late Night Council. No bland radio here, riveting reparty, daring dialogue, lots of fun, facts, and fixing the world. Stay right where you are. Mondays and Tuesdays, only the important news that you're concerned about get my riveting commentary and you get yours too if you call in Wednesdays it's ask the pastor and then you get it again on Thursday because we replay our Wednesday ask the pastor show on Thursday night Friday the mirth the merriment and the mayhem of freebie Fridays and if you miss any shows well that's what podcasts are for and they'll all be available at www.latenightcouncil.com I'm gonna be right back in about uh, three or four shakes of my producer's finger. Stay right where you are.
Well, I hope it's not that bad. Pointing the finger. <laughs> placing the blame. Definitely doing that. Tired of being negative. Well, I don't know about that. Sick of the pain. Yeah, I am that. Well, you can fill in the blanks with me, kids. No more distractions. 343-700-4390. This is Late Night Council. 343-700-4390. Yeah, this is live. Now, as you know, you know, like uh, we did the show last night, and a number of you have already downloaded the podcast. As soon as the show is finished at midnight, we do our best to get up there as quick as possible. Then you can listen to it at your leisure. But we have less of a show if you don't call in, Okay. 343-700-4390. That's Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec. I've already given out the old phone number twice tonight. I hope I don't do it again. Old habits die hard. 1-844-LNC is on. That's if you're calling from those faraway exotic places like uh, Shubenacadie, Nova Scotia, Jigger, Louisiana. Ewa Gentry, Hawaii, or Ben Hur, Virginia, 1-844-562-4766. 1-844-562-4766. Now, I've been getting wind of this, you know, possible conspiracy theory here. And I haven't given it much attention. I was aware of it, you know, uh, when I was doing uh, radio at the other uh, uh, venue two and a half months ago. But it seems to have grown... In, in its scope, and the suspicions are running rampant, and I'd really like to hear your opinion on this as well, is Facebook becoming a tool of the left wing? Is Facebook censoring out conservative thought and conservative opinions? I've been hearing that for quite some time. Anthony Fury... In the Sun Music Chain, uh, Sun Music Sun News Chain. Do they have a music chain? Maybe they do. I don't know what they're involved in. In the Sun Media Chain, okay, Anthony Fury wrote about this today. And when you got major media given something like this credibility, man, it, it goes beyond the whole, you know, Alex Jones thing now. It's not just Glenn Beck now, it's it's respected media talking here. And I want to know if any of you out there have had any experience with this, with your views or opinions, or have heard of views and opinions being censored by Facebook because it's just not politically correct. I'll give you a little bit of Anthony Fury's article here. 343-700-4390 if you want to join in. And it is open line, open topic, kids. Most nights it will be open line, open topic, unless I have a guest. So if you don't like what I'm talking about, you can take it in another direction. But I really want, this is something I'm really passionate about. I'm really interested because in I'm on Facebook every day. A lot of you are as well. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to an online phone-in radio broadcast, I know you're media savvy, so you're into Facebook, you're into Twitter. Here's Fury's, a little bit of Fury's article. Scandalous but not surprising. Facebook is reportedly suppressing conservative news stories. These are the allegations former contractors for the social media company have made 
to the news site Gizmodo. I've never been to Gizmodo before. Don't know anything about it. If you have and you're familiar with it, I would love to hear your opinions on this. Now, why is this important? Well, Fury makes a pretty good case for it here. Facebook has around one point. I don't think you could even imagine these numbers. Facebook has around 1.5 billion users. That's a good 20% of the population of the planet. One out of every five people on the planet is on Facebook. ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox, CBC, CTV, Global, BBC, pick your network. They could only dream of that kind of reach for a media company. Facebook has around 1.5 billion users. There is no single media outlet that comes anywhere near that reach, according to Anthony Fury. I'm quoting him in his article in The Sun today. The most popular, here, this will put it in perspective for you, okay? The most popular network newscast in the United States gets under, listen, less than 10 million viewers. Do you understand the math? That's one one hundred and fiftieth, one one hundred and fiftieth, the type of reach that Facebook gets. So if there's even a hint of allegations, even a hint of allegations that Facebook might be censoring conservative thought and promoting left-wing politically correct ideology, the reach on it is almost unfathomable. The New York Times, okay, which is one of the most popular print publications in the world, has a circulation slightly less than 1.5 million. Okay, that is that is one one thousandth the reach that Facebook has. So if these allegations are true, the implications, I mean, why am I telling you this? Because my listening audience and the people that are picking up this broadcast, you vote. And our problem is we do not have voters that think. We don't have voters that understand the implications of their vote and how powerful it is to mold their lives and affect, you know, uh, everything. And if you don't think media can shape thought, well, then you're in total denial Advertisers know its power. That's why advertisers, advertisers spend trillions of dollars influencing you to buy their products. Fury goes on. The curators, Facebook hires, the story explains, okay, on Gizmodo. Remember, there's contractors, contractors that are in charge of regions and, you know, do the work of the, the higher-ups. They have been going to this news site, Gizmodo, and saying, look, they're filtering out conservative thought all the time. The curators Facebook hires, the story explains, are typically, and here's, here's probably the reason right here. The curators that Facebook hires, the story explains, are typically journalists from Ivy League East Coast schools. This demographic generally holds left-leaning biases. In other words, they're journalists from academia. And have you been to a university lately? Anywhere in North America? Not exactly the bastion of conservative thought. 
In fact, I remember the National Post doing an ad campaign about, oh, what it would have been. It would have been about, uh, oh, four years ago. It was brilliant. And it was right on the money. It was a full-page ad of the National Post. And the ad said this. You want to tick off your university professor? Tell him you're a conservative. So we got all these Ivy League academic types that are the main decision makers of what gets to go forward and what doesn't get censored on Facebook. 1.5 billion users worldwide. Does that bother you? Have you encountered this at all? Does anybody have any experience with this? Or is that just an angry white man frothing at the mouth and we don't pay any attention to him? Well, I guess that's, you know, that's what the left wing would want you to believe, wouldn't they? 343-700-4390-343, what is that? Well, that's a new area code here in eastern Ontario, okay? I know you're all used to hearing 613, and in the old show, I didn't even have to use 613 because we just took it for granted that, you know, everybody uses 613. Not anymore. Booming metropolis this metro Ottawa, you know, area is. Now we have another area code, and it's 343. And if you get a new number, that's usually what the area code you're going to get. And, of course, it's a brand-new number, and we want you to use it. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, Quebec. You don't have to dial one before it. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-LNC is on. That's the toll-free anywhere in North America. And we know you're listening in California. We know you're listening in Bermuda. We know you're listening in Japan, Alberta. Why do we know that? Because, folks, this is Internet radio. When you listen to standard radio... All they go by is surveys, okay? They can never get a real accurate reading about how many people are listening and who, are, who is listening. When you're doing internet radio, we know specifically, we can tell you exactly to the number how many people tuned into the show last night and where they are tuning in from, okay? That's the reach of the internet. Speaking of Facebook, okay? So all across North America, one eight four four lnc is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. 1-844-562-4766. If I give out the old number from the old show, you do not have to forgive me because I should, I should know better. I should be smartening up by now. Should be able to get this down pat by now. Hey, by Freebie Fridays on Friday night, it's going to be amazing, you know. But like, a, like any phone-in talk show, the host needs to get a breather and reload and, you know, that kind of thing. And we're not taking on commercials yet. I mean, I can't say the show is ad-free or commercial-free because, you know, we came up with some, some really decent ads. Ones with a lot of heart. Ones that, you know, the companies aren't even paying for. But, you know, it shows you how much we believe in them that we thought we'd, you know, give them some space. And, yeah, you can advertise with us, okay? You go to the website, contact us, JC, at latenightcouncil.com. I might even get a chance to check the emails while we're doing this break here. JC at latenightcouncil.com. We're going to be right back after this. Stay with us. I've 
I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Hey, we're all getting older. Someday you're not going to be able to cut the lawn or shovel the walk or clean out the eaves troughs like we used to. We're going to want to shift gears. Put the feet up. Let somebody else do all of that. I hope when that time comes, you'll have already checked out Orchard View Living Centers. Great facilities, great people, great programs, and best of all, a lot of happy, satisfied residents. Find out what living should be. OrchardViewLivingCenter.ca in beautiful Manatee. My Toyota Yaris from Tony Graham Canada eight years ago. It now has 340,000 kilometers on it, easily the most reliable car I have ever owned. I was talking to my mechanic. I said, Erwin, you must fix a lot of cars. Is my car unique or all Yaris's like this? He said, no, they're all like that toughest little car he's ever seen. And he also said Toyota just makes better cars, the kind you keep for a long time, not the kind that you have to replace every three or four years because it's falling apart. Tony Graham, Canada Toyota. When you want a vehicle that's going to last a long time. Hello. Hello. Oh, this is nice. Alifer Senate has tweeted to me. And their address is at Mrs. Beardsley 1. And they're listening from Australia. Very cool. We've actually gotten calls from Australia in the past, okay? And somebody retweeted on Twitter a tweet that I did years ago. I don't have to love my enemies. Know why? I don't have any. <laughs> and then they quote Abraham Lincoln. I don't like that man. I must get to know him. Not bad, huh? Not bad. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. It's open line, open topic. Whatever's on your mind. Most nights on late night council, that's the way it's going to be. Okay. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four. LNC is on. That's the toll-free number. Good for all over North America, Hawaii, Alaska, Guam, and Puerto Rico. 1-844-562-4766. Canada has not yet annexed the Turks and Caicos Islands. I'm quite a promoter of that. I would love to see it happen. There's been talk about it for years. And if you want to get on that bandwagon, I want to get on that bandwagon with you, okay? one 844 562 Now, I, this next thing I want to bring up here, I am not just doing this to tick you off. I'm not just doing this to get calls. And if you've listened to me before, okay, on that other radio station, 
you know you know my stand when it comes to marijuana, okay? About 10, 15 years ago, I was totally against the legalization, but I, I gave it some real heartfelt consideration, and I did some research. And uh, part of the research that I did was uh, uh, surveying Portugal. When Portugal legalized marijuana, for the first six months to a year it was legal, they had a spike in marijuana usage like crazy. Of course, everybody went nuts. And then, then, after, you know, it was, you know, legal for about a year or two, they saw a dramatic drop in marijuana usage. Now, now they've got, uh, uh, it's, ten, it's been 10 years, and, you know, their marijuana use has actually decreased, and the use of hard drugs has decreased as well. Because it's not as faddish as, you know, it, it, it was. It didn't have that illicit quality to it that, you know, seems to, you know, attract young people to it. Jean Chrétien, hey, Jean, the little guy from Shawinigan. Remember him, eh? Yeah, every once in a while, he, re- he, he resurfaces. Well, he's in the news today. And uh, I'll quote you what he said on legalizing pot. Jean Chrétien, now, before we get into the whole pot issue, though, I really want to, here is a, a textbook example on political speak, Okay. Here's a textbook example that, that throws the window open on how sleazy politicians really are, okay? I happen to agree with Jean Chrétien on the whole pot thing, okay? But boy, if, and not everybody can pick up on the political sleaze, but there it is in the first paragraph. Listen to what it says. I'll read it to you, and, and, and then you'll see it when I point it out to you, okay? Jean Chrétien says politicians have to adjust to changing times. As his own views on marijuana, capital punishment, and other contentious issues evolved after he was first elected in the early 1960s. Did you catch that? He says politicians have to adjust. He says his own views on contentious issues, they evolved after he was elected. Okay, That's political speak for I'll say anything to get elected, okay? These guys don't have convictions. These guys don't have a moral compass, okay? They will say anything to get elected. And he exposed himself right there. He says, oh, my own views evolved after I got elected. Oh, sit down and shut up. Your own views didn't evolve. You realized what could get you elected, so you changed your moral position on all kinds of things for the sake of political power and expediency. You're just like every other politician in North America. Maybe 98% of them. 97% of them. My own views evolved after I got elected. Bull they did. That's political speak for, I will say anything to stay in power. Whatever it takes to stay in power. I will bend convictions that I was raised with that I felt, you know, uh, I was strong about whatever they were. Forget it. Politicians worship at the altar political expediency. They will say anything to get elected. That's the exposure of that. Now, having said that, I'm not a politician, so I don't have to worry about, you know, waffling on moral issues. Because I'm objective and fair, 
And every once in a while, a sleazy politician says something that's right. Yeah, it's possible. And, and you know, now think about it, okay? How can that be? Well, uh, think of a busted clock, okay? A busted clock is right in telling the time twice a day. Think about it. A busted analog clock, you know, that only shows you it's stuck at the hour uh, position and the minute position twice a day in a 24-hour day, that clock is going to be right. Well, that's, you know, a sleazy politician every once in a while, like a busted clock, gets it right. And Kretschy is right this time. I'm going to quote him here. What is completely unacceptable, in my judgment, is a young man smoking marijuana will have a criminal record for the rest of his life, and he can't even cross the border. Come on! That's Kretchon saying, come on. I totally agree with him. Now, you you know, right-wingers and conservatives, you can call in and yell and scream at me. Feel free. In my opinion, the only justification for not decriminalizing marijuana would be to make booze illegal. There's way more crime connected with alcohol abuse than marijuana abuse, you know, could ever hope to reach those numbers. I have never heard of somebody beating their kids or their spouse because they were high on pot. The worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to eat three or four bags of Doritos, lay around the house, and watch TV all day. Might get fired from their job. You know, they're going to turn into a loser. And that's not a good thing, but that's not as bad as a raging alcoholic, you know, that uh, wraps a car around a tree. And I know, you, you know, it's a dangerous thing to drive inebriated with pot, but pot smokers usually don't try to drive. Pot smokers usually just want to get alone and they get high and they do their own thing. But booze, I'm a, I mean, look at the stats. What is it, 80 to 85% of all, all violent crime? Booze is involved somehow? And yet the 50 and 60 and older crowd sees nothing wrong with booze, okay? Excuse me, that's just as much a drug as pot is. In fact, I would put before you that it's a worse drug than pot. So if you got legal booze, at the very least, you got to decriminalize pot. It's crazy. Give somebody who smoked a little bit of pot a criminal record for the rest of their life and they can't even cross the board. i got lots of friends at Biker Church, you know, that have criminal records. Because we specialize in, you know, putting people's lives back together. But when we go on our motorcycle rides, we can never go over to the States because too many of them have records. I want to quote you a letter to the editor in McLean's magazine this week. Here's another perspective here on the whole pot thing. You may already have this perspective, but I'm going to share it with you now. I find cigarette smokers are acculturated to being respectful of how their smoke affects others. But pot smokers, and this is a, you know, this is a, a dig at the pot smokers, but pot smokers have a politically defiant attitude that trumps any inclinations towards smoking etiquette. I am actually in favor of legalization, but only for edibles. You know, like you're sprinkling the pot on the brownies, you know. I thought we as a society decided that smoking anything was rude, harmful, and socially undesirable. And that's hypocrisy, too, you know. We rant and rave about you know, how terrible cancer is, you know, and cigarette smoke is going to kill you. And, and, we're, and, and yet we're of the opinion that pot is some type of natural thing that's wonderful and it's a cure-all for everything. Excuse me? Pot does – I read one study a few years back that, that said pot does five times as much damage to your lungs than tobacco does. And yet nobody's talking about the dangers for lung cancer with pot. So, yeah, you see, I got both angles covered here. Yet cigarettes are not criminal. 
I mean, you got people sucking on cancer sticks, you know, until they die, and that's a totally legal substance. Got people, you know, whose marriages and families are falling apart because of alcohol abuse, and yet that's a total legal substance. Kind of hypocritical, don't you think? I know I'm yakking a lot, and I've taken up too much time, and probably Steve is yelling at me here. He says, let me on, let me on, I want to get out before the break. Tell you what, Steve, you know, I mean, if you, if you, you know, if, if we go up to the top of the hour here, we'll put you on hold if you don't think you're getting enough time here. Uh, what's on your mind, Steve? Uh, just wanted to say hello, uh, John. Hi, Steve. How's, how, how's your second night going on the air? Well, you know what? Uh, the only people that are calling in tonight, their name is Steve. <laughs> Well, you the know, previ- was, the previous uh, call, the, missed, uh, the, the, the first part of your show is at the gym, and I just thought I'd tune in. Well, the previous caller's name was Steve as well. It's like, uh, I don't know, oh, I didn't okay. send out a memo. Did we? Guys, I know you can hear me in the other room, the people that are producing <laughs> here. Did you guys send out something on Facebook or, or Twitter that you, you're only allowed to call in if your name is Steve tonight? I'll, I'll change my name next time. I'll no, no, that don't do that. Don't do that. that. No, no, the, this is not... Uh, this is not government here. We do things above board and honest here, buddy. There's no shady dealings here. You want shady dealings? Hey, you, guys, you want shady dealings? You yeah, go out, You go to Queens Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, have you guys thought about setting up a webcam? A webcam, Steve. There's a, there, Steve, there's a reason I'm on radio, buddy. I'm not. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Mean, ex- like, I'm not exactly Graham Richardson. No okay, John, you know. But staring at like a, a picture of you that's static for two hours is a little unnerving. I know th- that's been talked about. Uh, I mean, the show's going to evolve, Steve. It may happen. Yeah, you know? of course. I mean, that means that means I'm, that means I'm going to have to take a shower before I come in. You know, and I don't know if I want to <laughs> no, go there. No, uh, we can't smell you through. Actually, uh, through, actually, uh, I'm, I, I, I got a cam- I got a camera in front of me right now. We just haven't activated. Steve, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna okay. put you on hold, and we're gonna we're gonna yak to you with you when when we get back. I promise you. Okay, uh, more of Steve and and more of a uh, late night council uh, when we get back. Okay, three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. It's open line, open topic, all the way to midnight. One eight four four five six two four seven six six is long distance. That's one eight four LNC is on. We're right back after this. Stay with us. adjust your radio you're still listening to late night council i'm just getting reloaded yep you can advertise right here keep your eye on latenightcouncil.com in the next week or so and we'll let you know how to get the most for your advertising buck right here on late night council No bland radio here, riveting reparty, daring dialogue, lots of fun, facts, and fixing the world. Stay right where you are. 
Mondays and Tuesdays, only the important news that you're concerned about. You get my riveting commentary, and you get yours, too, if you call in. Wednesdays, it's Ask the Pastor, and then you get it again on Thursday because we replay our Wednesday Ask the Pastor show on Thursday night. Friday, the mirth, the merriment, and the mayhem of Freebie Fridays. And if you miss any shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. And they'll all be available at www.latenightcouncil.com. I'm going to be right back in about uh, three or four shakes of my producer's finger. Stay right where you are. Last left late night council, Steve was on hold. And John was giving out the new phone number, 343-743-90, and reminding his listeners that it is open line, open topic. I will be ranting and raving on all kinds of things. That's what I do. Comes naturally to me. But it's even more fun when you call in, you give me your opinion on things. You can respond to the things I'm talking about, or you can bring up something totally new. 343-700-4390 in Eastern Ontario or Western Quebec. 1-844-LNC-IS-ON is the toll-free. That's 1-844-562-4766. Steve, are hey, you there? 
Steve, That's some groovy Steve. music you have there. I, I was dancing during the break. Did you like that? Yeah, it's pretty groovy. Did you recognize the tune? Uh, no. Was, uh, now, which uh, tune? The Aerosmith tune we. The, 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 yeah, it was Aerosmith at the end. Yeah, I was loving an elevator. Yeah, but, but did you recognize the tune <laughs> that we kind of do the, the the interlude with? No. You know what? I'm going to leave that for the listeners. Kind of like a a, like a, a taste. Of, yeah, kind of a taste of Freebie Friday. You know, it, it, right. it, you know, maybe you know this. Is what I'll do, if you call in and you can tell me where that tune is from that we use for our interlude, yeah. I will take your name and phone number and I will put your name in the Friday night draw for Freebie Fridays. Okay, so that, that's the first time we've ever. That's the first time Friday every night. So no, yeah, but that's the first time we've ever I've ever done that where I've taken somebody who's gotten a trivia question right and their name and phone number goes into the ballot bucket for Freebie Fridays on Friday night. So if you know that tune that we used in the interlude, okay, and uh, yeah. call in now and and we'll put your name and your phone number in the ballot bucket for Friday night, and uh, I've got a, a terrific prize package to give away for Friday night. Now, Steve, uh, 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 did, we, did we answer all your questions? Did we give you an opportunity no. to spout and, and no, open the way you wanted to? Do you have other people on hold? Because I don't want to, like, No, no, don't worry about time. it, buddy. Who cares about who's on hold? You know, go for it. What, <laughs> what's on your mind? Uh, I was going to say you should have trivia every night because I would encourage people to call in every night. No, 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 no. So yeah, we can't change like Hey, look at look at Steve. We can't change the world with trivia. Okay, <laughs> trivia is a nice break for the host no, to have a few questions. You know, like maybe at the start. Friday night is Friday and... night is a nice break for the host to connect with the audience and have fun and goof off. And we learned years ago, yeah. Steve, that you can't talk serious on Friday night anyway. Everybody is right. in weekend mode. Everybody wants to fool mm-hmm. around. And anybody, and I know True. that there's other radio stations trying to talk serious on Friday night. Good luck with that, because we spent 15 years learning that you can't do that, and you can't, okay? You're either going to change your format and have fun on Friday nights, or you're dead, yeah. okay? And we learned that years oh, no, ago. It's a formula that works. And, I love Freebie Friday. But you can't do it every night. You can't I, I, do it every I night. I kick myself when I miss Freebie Friday. Yeah, you can't do it every night, though. Now, what's okay, on well, your I mind, Steve? Like one question, maybe, or two questions, maybe. Steve, what, Steve, what's on your mind here? If you keep talking about the format and Freebie Fridays, you're not going to last much longer than 30 seconds here. Uh, right? Entourage. I think you should get an entourage like Howard Stern. I could be your Robin if you're looking okay. for a Robin. Yeah, I'm not looking for an entourage. I'm going to let you go now, Steve, okay? Because okay? I kept you on hold long enough, and I was waiting for you to talk, you know, to, to, to say something maybe meaningful and riveting. I gave you a chance. I appreciate you calling in anyway. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four LNC is on. That's the toll free. So if you're calling from Eyebrow, Saskatchewan, if you're calling from Elfers, Florida, Squirrel, Idaho, or Zigzag, Oregon, one eight four four five six two four seven six six. I'm one of those uh, guys that wants to see pot legalized. Man, I get in trouble with the conservatives when I bring that up. Oh, man, I don't know what's wrong with them. Maybe they like their booze too much. I don't know. So here we go. The first email, the first email I am reading on the new Late Night Council is from, are you ready for this? Boy, we should have a drum roll for this. Oh, I don't have it set up for sound effects yet, okay? But we should have a drum roll for this. My my apologies that I don't because it certainly deserves one. The first email that council reads on Late Night Council is from none other than our beloved friend and comrade and a guy who got the shaft from the previous radio station the same day I did, 
Nick Vandergracht. Nick has written me. John, you're on fire, dude, but you got to give out the right phone number. The boy king has no interest in acting, actually acting like a prime minister. He's too busy picking sand out of his diaper. SpongeBob does wear a diaper, doesn't he? Those aren't square pants. That looks a lot like a, a lot more like a diaper to me. Now I, I uh, oh, uh, uh, Vlad Tepes is uh, emailed and said that uh, uh, you know SpongeBob Trudeau. That's what we call him. He likes calling him Kim Young Trudeau. <laughs> Thank you, Vlad. Appreciate that, Kim Young Trudeau. If you're just tuning in, we kind of looked at the similarities between Kim Jong Un and. SpongeBob Trudeau, because they, you know they're both uh, you know they're both riding on their father's coattails and probably wouldn't be in power if they didn't have the na- last name that they have. And from uh, Kathy, email from Kathy, JC at latenightcouncil.com, kids. If you want to email me, JC at latenightcouncil.com. It's a little bit of an awkward setup. I'm actually reading your emails from my iPhone right now. Who cares? It's good content. And they're good emails. Do you plan on having guests on Ask the Pastor like you did previously? Yes, absolutely. Of course, why wouldn't I? I mean, we've got a state-of-the-art studio. As a matter of fact, this studio here is just, in fact, in some cases, it's better equipped. In fact, it is better equipped than the, the previous studio we were doing the show from. And, uh, you know, we're going to milk it for all its capabilities. And, yeah, there'd be no reason not not to have guests. We do want to get the thing up and running on our own, though, okay? I mean, I know there are people that would come on right now as guests. But I got to get familiar with the technical surroundings. I got to get used to, you know, the various things I'm doing. I'm doing more things technically on this program than I ever did in talk radio. That's not a bad thing. So get our act out and then start bringing the guests in. And I, you know, if you've listened to the program before, you know that I don't have guests on unless they're really, really good. You know, I turn down guests like crazy. Oh my goodness. There was a time when for every guest I had on the air, I would probably be turning down about a hundred. That is no exaggeration. I am not exaggerating, exaggerating at all because everybody's got something to sell. Everybody wants to push their thing. And they see, you know, your show as a way to promote their thing. And the reason why I don't have a lot of guests on is because I don't want to have you on unless I believe in what you're doing. If I think you're doing good quality, I know I'm not the be-all, end-all. I know I'm not the, you know, the grand arbitrator of all things wise and wonderful. But I do take the responsibility of, you know, who gets on this show very, very seriously. And if I believe in what you're doing, if I think it's a good thing, I'm proud to have you on. If I think, yeah, that's like every other talk show, you know, guests like that are a dime a dozen, you know, no, you don't get on the show. For instance, Tom Harris from Climate Science International, he is a regular guest. He's on every three months to, you know, four months because nobody is giving voice to the other side of the whole, you know, climate change cult. The biggest waste of money in the history of mankind, fighting an enemy that nobody has proven we can even, you know, fight whatsoever. Nobody has proven that we're having any impact on the climate whatsoever. Is the climate changing? Of course the climate is changing. Climate's been changing since creation. It's what climate does. It's the nature of climate to change. But nobody has proven that we're causing it. 
And because there's so few people, scientists and paleoclimatologists and meteorologists, you know, people that work in the science field, they don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's become so politically charged. I mean, you are promoting, you know, the, the religion of climate change or you get censored, you get blackballed. So I have Tom Harris come on. He's a wonderful spokesperson. He brings on, you know, with him learned uh, university profs that talk about the science void of any, you know, political position on it. Nobody wants to talk about the science because the bunch that are pushing the whole climate change call, they don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to the science. When you hear Elizabeth May says, oh, the science is settled, 97% of the scientists agree, that is so bullcrap. That is a blatant lie. Scientists don't agree on anything to that degree. That's why they're scientists. They're investigating, looking at possibilities all the time. There's theories out there like crazy. It is a politically well-funded machine that's making billions. Al Gore was worth $2 million. His personal wealth was estimated between 2 and $3 million when he walked away from his vice presidency. Under Bill Clinton. He's now worth between 250 and $400 million. The climate change religion has made you know him a very, very wealthy man. So we have guys like Tom Harrison. We have David Harrison from Insignus Research, okay? One of the best experts on, you know, uh, uh, international affairs and terrorism there is in Canada. He's not pushing anything. He's not pushing an agenda. He's just a darn, darn good guest. Les Kotzer is going to come on once a year. Probably the best wills and estates lawyer in the province of Ontario, possibly in Canada. At least McLean's Magazine thinks so, because when they did a feature article last March on, you know, wills and estates and, and rich seniors, who did they go to? They, they quoted Les. He even got his picture in McLean's. It's kind of cool. So, yeah, we're going to keep having guests. There's no reason to not have guests. 343-700-4390. There's no reason to not have calls unless you don't call in. What, do you like listening to just me? I'm very flattered. That's good, you know, and I can yak all night. I've got the gift of gab. But I think it's a lot more fun when people call in. Now, listen, don't don't call in just because you're thinking, hey, man, he's not getting any callers, man. I should call it. No, 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 never, never, never call in because you feel sorry for me or you think I need callers. I don't need callers. But I do know there is intelligent opinion out there. And I don't think it's healthy for you to just be hearing one side all the time, okay? Now, if you want to call and agree with me, that's your business. But talk radio reaches its zenith. It gets most exciting when, you know, you got people debating and you got people feeling free to share their opinions. And that's the problem with talk radio in Canada right now. Nobody feels free to share their opinions. They're afraid of saying the wrong thing. They're afraid of, you know, bridge, you know going over the line of political correctness. And the intimidation has got to stop. It really does. And we're trying to make that happen here. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Western Quebec, Eastern Ontario line. Don't even have to put a one before it. one 844 That is the toll free. That's one 844 562-4766. Or if you like the, the cute little acronym we've got there, one 844 lnc is on. LNC stands for Late Night Council. That's what you're listening to right now. We're going to take a break and let you listen to our 
wonderful commercials that the businesses and companies haven't even paid for. We just got them on here because we know they're good people. And I don't mind giving them a free run. Hey, you want to advertise? You know what? I'm going to have to put my office number on the website on latenightcouncil.com. You want to buy ad space on here? You can do that. We can facilitate that. The website's going to develop, you know? It's going to grow. It's going to evolve. Stay tuned. Stay with us. now has 340,000 kilometers on it, easily the most reliable car I have ever owned. I was talking to my mechanic. I said, Erwin, you must fix a lot of cars. Is my car unique or all Yaris is like this? He said, no, they're all like that toughest little car he's ever seen. And he also said Toyota just makes better cars, the kind you keep for a long time, not the kind that you have to replace every three or four years because it's falling apart. Tony Graham, Canada Toyota, when you want a vehicle that's going to last a long time. Hey, we're all getting older. Someday you're not going to be able to cut the lawn or shovel the walk or clean out the eaves troughs like we used to. We're going to want to shift gears. Put the feet up. Let somebody else do all of that. I hope when that time comes, you'll have already checked out Orchard View Living Centers. Great facilities, great people, great programs, and best of all, a lot of happy, satisfied residents. Find out what living should be. OrchardViewLivingCenter.ca in beautiful Manitou. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. How's it going? Welcome back. 343-700-4390. Now, I just got an email from Jerry in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay? And uh, Jerry is a first-time listener. So Jerry doesn't know about the six-line rule. Actually, I'm reading this off my iPhone. I should cut the guy some slack here. You know? I mean, it's six lines on the old computer monitor, and I don't have a computer monitor. I'm using emails here. I'm reading off my iPhone, so I think I'm going to read his email anyway. 
was only able to tune in for about 15 minutes tonight. We'll save the link and rejoin. Canada is our Euro glimpse into Tomorrowland as we follow the Pied Piper leaving conservative values for national populism in the USSA. USSA. Did you get that? Lots of angry, uneducated voters so hungry for a taste of a rant they will ignore the warning signs and eat on until full of junk food. Canada goes before us on this journey of singing out against all hate speech, redefining peace, love, and sin-free Christianity. (laughs) For those able to locate pre-1930 German newspapers, the shock is awesome on how Nazism grew from the anger management of its leaders. So much repeating itself today. Evil called good, good evil. Jerry, you got to keep listening to this show, buddy. Man, if that's a taste of what you're going to contribute, man, I welcome your emails and your calls, whatever. Remember, Jerry, I mean, if you're the talking type, you can join us for free. You know, we got the toll free. It goes into Jacksonville. 1-844-562-4766. one 562 That's good for all over North America. one 844 is on. Now, I think this might be James who ran out of time last night. He called, like, you know, just a, a, close to midnight, and we had to cut him off, and he kept going and going and going. He wasn't even listening to me. But, yeah, maybe it's him again. We'll find out. James, is that you? Well, actually, yes. And I call late, you know, because the show is really interesting. And oh, I just James, get listening and James. get listening and I'm enjoying myself. I so have I to, inter- to I have oh, to geez, interrupt. I really call in. I have to interrupt you because compared to last night, your voice sounds crystal clear on the phone. Oh, I'm so glad we conquered that problem. So, James, you're always welcome on this program. What is on your mind? If you need to continue, you know, your rant of last night, feel free. Go for it, buddy. Give it to us. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to start with that for sure. Like, what your that email you read was really quite good. It was almost moving, and he's right that in Canada is sort of like it's it as bad as Europe probably, and for similar reasons. Uh, basically, I blame the United States as odd as that sounds for both of it. It's I think the United States has picked up the uh, has picked up the defense budget and other costs for Europe and Canada for so long that all of us countries we all started to think we could afford to play with very dangerous and expensive ideas and so we did and the consequence is what we have and in canada well the consequences hold it hold it the consequences haven't been fully realized yet we are heading we are heading in that direction and only people with brains can see where this is going and the problem is there's not enough people with brains that can see where this is going well, I, you know, they often say that, that, that individuals are really smart and people are stupid. And I think there's some truth to that. It seems to me that humanity will not take a new course of action until the cost of doing so is on the scale of a you know, world war. I yeah. mean, you, yeah. you know, the worst thing about the last few years is I've come to the realization is, oh, that's how World War One and World War Two happened. They could have done something simple early on and stopped the problem when people could see what was coming, and they just did it. Yeah. They let it keep rolling for whatever reason, and then they found themselves in a global conflict. And clearly, that's what we're headed for right now. Well, that's because you got leaders that want to hang on, uh, leaders who want to hang on to power. They don't want to pay the difficult price of riding the ship. They don't want to pay the political price. Well, actually, I think I think it's because we have people like Obama and uh, Merkel and other ideologues who actually I think are products of the long march for the institutions. But before <laughs> before we go too far down that, I'm still trying to finish what this guy's email that you read again was very good. And I, I think though that we should be looking towards Venezuela because Venezuela really is tomorrow's newspaper for people for its socialists. Now, back to Canada for a second. You can't go to university in Canada without studying Marxism. If you take anything other than physics, and I think even physics is getting infected now, but if you take anything other than physics and maybe mathematics and maybe certain economics courses, you are studying 
Marxism. If you take anthropology, it's Marxism. If you take anything, it's Marxism, right? Philosophy, sociology, uh, psychology, all of it. Yeah. History. Pretty much. It's, yeah. You're pretty yeah. much taking Marxism. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's been, I mean, I've run into students and I, they, I talk to them about what they study, what their subjects are, and it, it's all, they say outright, well, it's the Marxist view of, <laughs> you're kidding me, right? Because that's just never worked anywhere. But now Venezuela decided to do that with what they called the Bolivarian Revolution. But it was just Marxism. It was the same sort of uh, wishcraft thinking that, that, that substitutes for reality. And the consequence is, and again, I used to go there in the 80s. And it was an astonishing place. It was wonderful to be in. The people had so much dignity, and and there's a lot of economic activity. And while there was disparity between different classes, uh, economically, it, you know, there was there were certainly people at the bottom end of the ladder, but there wasn't as much crime. And people, there were opportunities for those that wanted to take them. That that education, you know, there was still a certain amount of socialism, medicine, and uh, education, and so on. And then along comes a real socialist, and now it's it's as Churchill said, everybody is equally poor. The military is going around stealing livestock from farmers to eat because they don't have food. People are starting to kill and eat each other's cats and dogs. It is, it's biblical. Over there, it's just it's become horrific. Now, I I spoke to a fellow who's a Venezuelan dissident who left the country. I think in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, he said there was already uh, eighty murders every weekend over shoes in Caracas alone. That's one city. I mean, it's a big city though, but that's how much things have deteriorated since things. Uh, you know, I was there in the eighties, where again it was a relatively safe and a really nice place, and there was a lot of integrity. It's just, and that's that's what a few years of socialism could do. It's amazing how fast it came down, and that's what again we're talking about a country with oil, right? So, like, just to be clear, it's Cheap, not like cheapest we, gas they, in the world. Cheap, cheapest gas in the world is in Venezuela. Well, yeah, for the locals because they they one of the but that was before Chavez. That actually I kind of agreed with that. I mean, I think Canada should also charge less for our oil for locals. You know, we should have cheaper energy, and then businesses would do better. And, oh yeah, we could know, have more. I mean, we could do that overnight I mean, I, I think, if, if 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 we had the political will to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's like let's face it: if if travel's cheap, business is good. Mm-hmm. Right. If you could have more tourism, you'd have more arts and entertainment, more bands touring the country. I mean, Canada is an enormous country where the distance between, you know, Ottawa and the next city westward. I mean, I mean, if you go west on the Trans-Canada Highway, North Bay, you know, you're talking about hours and hours and hours like to get, you know, to get to Thunder Bay. It's what, 24 hour drive. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you, what's really expensive. I'm gas, doing that drive really this summer, James. I'm doing that drive this summer on the motorcycle. Well, the nice when you hit the prairies, you can actually open a book and just read while you drive. It's Not while you're driving you know, a motorcycle, laugh. dude. <laughs> <laughs> you do that, you're dead. So I had a theory. You're gonna hit a cow. I wanted to bounce. Yeah, you're gonna hit, yeah, you could hit a cow. That's true. An orbit or an orbit. Um, question. I have a theory. I just wanted to bounce off you and see what you think. James has a theory because it's been really concerning. Okay. Uh, it it seems to me that all of the identity groups, whether it's feminism. Feminist groups, I mean, again, what feminist groups are today, for anyone who happens to be listening that might be remembering what feminism was when it was a rational attempt to get equal rights before the law for women, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, the strange reversal of feminism now where 
It's and and then again, if let's say any other identity group, whether it's J Street for Jewish people or whether it's uh, Black Lives Matter, which claims to be for Black people, it seems to me that absolutely none of these groups represent the groups they 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 are using the moral authority of. It seems to me that they're all just battering rams against classical civilization more or less all funded by George Soros in whole or in part. Yeah, I mean, I mean, destroying uh, classical civilization. the greatest enemies of, of feminism right now is Islamofascism. And we don't hear any feminist Clearly. groups t- standing up against it at all. Listen, I got to put you on hold, Not James. Is that okay? okay. James, I got to put you on hold. We got to go to our, our pseudo news break here. We got to stay true to that, you know, because we have people that are considering, you know, putting us on their radio stations and we've got to stick to format. I'm a, I'm a bit of a traditionalist that way. James is still with us, folks, and he's going to open up the last half hour. We get back from this. You stay right where you are, okay? Adjust your radio. You're still listening to Late Night Council. I'm just getting reloaded. Yep, you can advertise right here. Keep your eye on latenightcouncil.com in the next week or so, and we'll let you know how to get the most for your advertising buck right here on Late Night Council. No bland radio here, riveting reparty, daring dialogue, lots of fun, facts, and fixing the world. Stay right where you are. Mondays and Tuesdays, only the important news that you're concerned about. Get my riveting commentary, and you get yours too if you call in. Wednesdays, it's Ask the Pastor, and then you get it again on Thursday because we replay our Wednesday Ask the Pastor show on Thursday night. Friday, the mirth, the merriment, and the mayhem of freebie Fridays. And if you miss any shows, well, that's what podcasts are for, and they'll all be available at www.latenightcouncil.com. I'm going to be right back in about uh, three or four shakes of my producer's finger. Stay right where you are.
Welcome back. 343-700-4390. That's Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec. Broadcasting from the capital of the most politically correct country in the world. America's hat. Canada. <laughs> 1-844-LNC is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. Always enjoy James Calls. Not a lot of callers do I, you know, put on hold and let them come back. But James is in that category. Are you still there, James? Still here. Looking so we're, at a really interesting story out of the States right now. Uh, uh, some fellow who they don't name, but judging by the way his beard is trimmed and the no mustache, I'm guessing there'd be at least one M in his name, possibly several. Okay. Um, when it drove his car, I think, into a Macy's in the States and went on a stabbing spree, killing some people. Oh, he was an extremist. Um, I'll bet that's what they call him, right? Well, they would call him an extremist. I would just call him devout. Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point you've got to face reality. If you read all the scripture, it's pretty clear. It says go kill the infidels wherever so, so, you can find them. How do you feel? Times. How do you feel about Obama and Trudeau and Stefan Dion refusing to call what ISIS is doing genocide? I mean, oh, where where are I mean, the voters? Where is the media? You know, not holding their feet to the fire and saying, excuse me, Mr. Prime Minister, excuse me, Mr. President. You know, do, do you have some type of agenda that you're hiding behind here? You know, not, get, you know, giving us plain discussion on this and not, you know, having the, the, the cojones to, you know, label this for what it is. What is your problem? I, There's none of that. I, I have seen... I have seen clips of Jason Kenney holding their feet to the fire, demanding that they call this genocide. Yeah, but I, I said, I said media way out of it, using identity politics. Yeah, I, I but said no, media, I know, but I mean, other than Jason Kenney, I haven't seen anybody. Uh, and you know what? I, I bet you nobody called it a genocide when the Nazis were doing it either. The fact is, I guess these these guys are all just too cowardly uh, to actually do anything about it until everybody's behind it, and they and the, I mean, it's just it's it's actually an obscenity. You know, I, this government just doesn't. I mean, the Harper government had ethics. And I was pretty pretty proud to be Canadian for that period of time. It was a weird feeling. It took me a while to identify it. <laughs> what is this weird feeling? Oh yeah, I'm proud to be Canadian. Um, but it, it, it was a rare moment, I think. The, I the, the, the federal public servants of Ottawa, the majority of them, would not agree with you, James. You realize that, you know. When was the last time oh, you, you? When was the last time you remember a, a, a prime minister touring, you know, the federal buildings and getting standing ovations from, you know, what is supposed to be a nonpartisan workforce? You know. I mean, we have a prime minister that came in and actually started making these organizations and these ministries accountable for their spending, you know, and actually raiding. like that. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell us what to do? Excuse me? We're the federal exactly. public service, okay? You're only an elected right. official. You're only the representative of the people. We run the country, buddy. You try to push right. us over, boy, and we'll union you to death, okay? Uh, unbelievable. Exactly right. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and voters and voters are clueless, and media are partners that you know they, they allow this. They allow this absolute, you know, corruptive crap to continue. Yes, I th I think our systems are senile. I think our, the systems, the machinery of state, have actually become senile. But specifically, what I mean by that is that it's not that they become old and stupid. It's that these the systems have now. Instead of being, instead of actually performing the function that they were designed for, are actually just self-preservation. 
And that's why that's a specific use of the word senility. And it's, it's an accurate one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like when you look at a U.S. carrier group, which actually has to expend more resources to protect itself from attack than it uses to project force. It's a senile system, mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. which is why the Iranians are send out all kinds of little speedboats with uh, you know rocket launchers, because it's they're cheap. And it's like the David and Goliath thing. Right? That's effective. So they're effective, I, too. They're effective. That's what it's because against the senile system it would be. So uh, I'm just making the case that I think the Canadian, the Canadian and American, a lot of democratic institutions of state across the Western world are actually senile. They they no longer perform their function. They simply protect themselves. Uh, they protect their own interests and the individuals that work in them. But and but, but that's that's why Europe, that's why Europe is going to fall to Islamofascism. And North America is going to fall another 25 years after that because, and you know, you and I agree, James, that, you know, we certainly don't agree. We abhor the ideology that's being promoted by Islamofascism, but you have to agree with me that their culture and their commitment to it is 10 times more robust than, you know, uh, yeah, you're underestimating that. North, North American culture. You know, which which yes, is basically you're, you're, get, you're actually underestimating that. Which is basically getting, you know, its morality from Hollywood nowadays. You know, which has uh, you know the the moral fiber, the moral fiber of a bowl of jello. Well, it's hedonism, isn't it? We, yeah, of we course don't have it morality. Is. We have hedonism. Of course it is. We're, uh, and, yeah, and that, he, that, he, that was, you know, that, that was at the core of the fall of the Roman Empire. You know, they became so wealthy, yes. so lazy that you know they were able to be brought down by hordes of you know uh, 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 vandals and and Huns. You know, I mean, there was nothing to you know to to, to wipe them out. And some would say the same about the Weimar Republic, that, that the Nazis were able to rise because Germany had become also hedonistic and contemptuous of, of, of moral values and family values. Mm-hmm. And so it, it collapsed under the weight of an order that was stronger. And history repeats and, itself and all the time. Discipline. History, history repeats itself all the time. And anybody that has a grasp of history can see where this is going. But that, I, but I you're like only talking about you're only talking about three or four percent of the population, though, that has a grasp of history and can see where this is going. Well, that's correct, and of course, there's nowhere left for those of us that can't go because the entire world's falling at the same rate. Well, I mean, we're, we're here. The, the, we're here. We're on. We're on subversive, <laughs> under the radar. You know, talk radio. <laughs> but you know, Mark Twain said that history does not repeat itself, but it does rhyme. And I'm inclined to think that that's what we're seeing. I mean, yeah. we're seeing a rhyme of the Ottoman Empire. We're we're seeing a, a you know rhyming of the Barbary pirates. We're seeing all of those things occur at the same time as uh, Soviet totalitarianism. If you look at the U- European Union, now this is you know, this is where you really have to be paying attention to notice this stuff. But the European Union actually has very strong mechanisms in place to guarantee non-transparency. If you are an actual sitting member of the European Union, an elected representative of the people of one of the countries in the EU, you cannot get in to see uh, any documents concerning trade deals without a great deal of uh, security and scrutiny. And you can't take pictures of them. You cannot photocopy them. You can only take in a pen and paper and write stuff down. And you cannot repeat what you see verbatim. You have to paraphrase. I am not making this up. I will prove it to you. The European Union is essentially the, the uh, USSR. And in fact, in some ways, it's worse. And people just don't want to believe it. So they don't. So it continues to grow more corrupt and to grow more more totalitarian. Even the leader of the EU recently came out and said, look, you know, we're, this has always been a project about the destruction of borders. 
which of course the funny thing about that is that you were to say to anybody who believes in no borders, you would say, well, so that's okay. So, so you mean that it should be okay for all the Jews to move to Israel? I bet you'll hear several minutes of silence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, James, are you a star Wars? Are you a star Wars fan? I don't even understand Star Wars. Well, it doesn't star- matter. I, I, the reason I the reason I I, I asked that question, uh, you know, when I go home after the show, you know, to to give my brain a rest, I'm reading hockey books, I'm reading superhero guides, I'm reading Star Wars stuff. You know, really like brain candy. Okay, and the last few yeah. nights I've been reading the the Star Wars Visual Dictionary, which is like lots of pictures and glossy stuff. It's about four hundred pages. And everything you're telling me here, okay, the parallels between, you know, uh, the European Union and, you know, uh, our culture the way it is here in North America is so similar to how Emperor Palpatine took over the universe and became Darth Sidious, this horrible empire that suppressed everybody under his autocratic rule. It's quite, it's quite remarkable. It really is. I mean, you know, and, and, and the whole, the whole Star Wars, you know, uh, a saga is, is, uh, uh, you know, it, it parodies, you know, uh, political r- rises and falls of great historical movements, you know, that, that, that w- world history has displayed. And you can see it. I, I so think Mark I, Twain's very brilliant when he says, yeah, it may not repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes, doesn't it? And I think sometimes yeah. it rhymes so well that people kind of go, hey, where have I seen this before? Where have I heard this before? Yeah, there it is again. Because human nature never changes. You know, the toys get more expensive. So, they get more advanced. You know, the information increases, but human nature doesn't change. You know, power and money is yeah, going to corrupt that, people all the time, and people will sell their souls for it. I, I, I call that the totalitarian impulse. And it's funny you should mention that. There's another science fiction series that a good friend of mine uh, convinced me to watch called Babylon 5. Yeah, I, I'm familiar and with it. Never it got into little, it. Never got into it, but I'm familiar with it. Well, you might want to try it again. Uh, once you get past the first couple of movies and then you get past the season, by the first quarter of season one, it is a little rough getting into it. I mean, my friend said, look, just stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. You'll get it. You'll get it. And then suddenly I got it. Oh, you did? The whole series, suddenly the whole se- once you get to the end of season one, you're hooked. But it's, it's for the exact reasons you said. It is showing how liberal, I use the word liberal properly, by the way, not meaning the way U.S. radio talk show hosts use liberal to mean left-wing extremist. Yeah. I, when I say liberal, I mean a classical liberal who believes in the rights of the individual and minimal government. And, and the government's job is to protect those rights. And this whole, the whole series of Babylon 5 is about how a liberal government is replaced by, by the totalitarian impulse. And it shows you detail for detail how that happens. And it's extraordinarily similar today in, yeah, in many, many ways. The problem ways. is the people that hold all the power and all the authority are more interested in what the Kardashians are doing. If you know what I mean. Yes, James, indeed. I got to let you go, buddy. Yes, it's always a treat having you on. Always good having you on. Take care, buddy. Thanks for taking the call. You listen to Late Night Council. 343-700-4390. That's the local number. 343-700-4390. If you're listening anywhere in North America, 1-844-562-4766 is your number. That's 1-844-LNC is on. We're right back after this. Stay with us. Toyota.
Toyota Yaris from Tony Graham Canada eight years ago. It now has 340,000 kilometers on it, easily the most reliable car I have ever owned. I was talking to my mechanic. I said, Erwin, you must fix a lot of cars. Is my car unique or all Yaris is like this? He said, no, they're all like that toughest little car he's ever seen. And he also said Toyota just makes better cars, the kind you keep for a long time, not the kind that you have to replace every three or four years because it's falling apart. Tony Graham, Canada Toyota, when you want a vehicle that's going to last a long time. Hey, we're all getting older. Someday you're not going to be able to cut the lawn or shovel the walk or clean out the eaves troughs like we used to. We're going to want to shift gears. Put the feet up. Let somebody else do all of that. I hope when that time comes, you'll have already checked out Orchard View Living Centers. Great facilities, great people, great programs, and best of all, a lot of happy, satisfied residents. Find out what living should be. OrchardViewLivingCenter.ca in beautiful Manitou. 17 years I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. that music something else you know i always boasted before you know the previous administration that was ruling my show started neutering it that you know uh, we had the best music on am radio well now we've got the best music of any talk show on the net and uh somebody has emailed me and said man you got to give us your playlist because we hear these tunes, and, man, they're incredible. We want to go looking for them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing for us to, you know, promote the tunes we use. Do you know who that was? Now, you've never heard, you've probably never heard of the Bombastic Meat Bats. What a great name for a band, eh? <laughs> the Bombastic Meat Bats. But you know their drummer. The drummer is Chad Smith, the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And if you know anything about Chad Smith, his doppelganger, his twin, is actor uh, Will Ferrell. And the similarities between the two and the, you know, the resemblance is absolutely remarkable. Will Ferrell started making a thing about it, and I think it was on Jimmy Fallon or one of the late-night talk shows. He, he, you know, and Will Ferrell can drum a little bit. He's a bit of an amateur drummer. And uh, he uh, uh, made out that you know, he could drum Chad Smith under the table, and they were going to have a drumming duel. And that they finally got the two of them on the same show. And you can look at this YouTube. Uh, type in Will Ferrell and uh, Chad Smith drumming duel. And Will Ferrell gets up there and drums a little bit. You know, he's, he's about as good as me. You know, he could probably carry a beat and carry a band. But then Chad Smith takes it an, another notch up. And it is just incredible. I mean, like, the guy can really drum. I know they're a pop band and everything, but some of those drummers are, like, some of them are better than others. 
speaking of drums, I was watching a, 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 a Netflix. There's a Netflix uh, documentary out there now called uh, Drum Camp. And it's about this guy in Montreal that brought all these great drummers together. And I had heard of Mike Mangini. And, uh, um, man, uh, some of you may be aware of the band Dream Theater. Dream Theater played Blues Fest about three or four years ago. They opened up for uh, Iron Maiden. I'm not really into Iron Maiden, but not Dream, Dream Theater. These guys are, are virtuoso musicians. They're incredible musicians. And uh, Mike, uh, their legendary drummer, Mike Portnoy, who uses about oh, 30 drums in his drum kit, four bass drums. The guys, they, he makes Neil Peart's drum kit look like a little, you know, like a, a, some, you know, uh, tubs and, and uh, wash pans and, you know, and just forget it. Well, he left the band, and their replacement was a guy by the name of Mike Mangini. I'd never seen Mike Mangini before. But in this, in this uh, documentary called Drum Camp, Mike Mangini is one of these drummers and, and this guy does things that are, are just, I thought they were physically impossible. So if you're into music or, and you want to see, you want to see somebody like that, I mean, those of you that could appreciate somebody like Buddy Rich or Neil Peart, you got to see this Mike Mangini guy. He's incredible. Here I am talking about drums. Yeah, that's relevant, John. Yeah, we're really into that. Well, hey, look at us. Open line, open topic. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And if you're not calling in, guess what? I will talk whatever I want to talk about, okay? And I happen to, you know, like drums. Maybe tomorrow night it'll be no motorcycles. No, it won't be motorcycles tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is Ask the Pastor. Okay? Everything you need to know, an open line, open topic, and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, the news and the world and everything else from a biblical perspective. Open line, open topic, whatever you want to talk about. Although I'm going to approach all your questions from a biblical perspective, it's Ask the Pastor tomorrow night. And because, because Ask the Pastor has always been for, oh, uh, all the years I was on the other station, okay, for 17 years, Ask the Pastor was always the highest rated show we ever did. And personally, I think it's the most important. In fact, it's the reason I'm on the radio. If I, if I couldn't do Ask the Pastor, I wouldn't be on radio. Okay. And because it's that important, because it's the most in-demand show, we're going to play it twice. Okay, And that's going to be our weekly format for a while. I don't know how long it will go with that. But for now, the Wednesday Ask the Pastor show will be rebroadcast Thursday night. It will be a live repeat. You can't phone in, obviously, because it's a repeat. But we will play Ask the Pastor on on, fr- on uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night. And, of course, the beloved Mirth, Merriment, and Mayhem that we have come affectionately to known as, uh, as uh, 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 Freebie Friday. Not Friday Frenzy. Uh-uh. Freebie Friday. Got a great prize package to give away. And nobody's been able to name that tune that we use on the interlude. I want to put your name and your phone number um, in the in the ballot packet for Friday night, make you eligible for the you know the great prize package I'm going to be giving away Friday night. Okay, if you can name that tune that we use on the interlude, the music uh, you know the the pseudo news interlude, I guess we'll call it. In fact, if you want to call in, and tell me on air right now. Go for it. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. We only got like four, you know, six, seven minutes of talk left, so you may as well squeeze in a call real quick. I can, if you call in right now, I can squeeze in about three or four of you because I can process them pretty quick. Three, four, unless you know you're you're a really good call and we want to, you know, keep you on a little bit longer. Three, four, three, seven hundred forty-three ninety. That's three, four, three, seven hundred forty-three ninety. That is the local number for Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec. One eight four four LNC is on. One eight four four late night council is on. Or if you like numbers, one eight four four five six two four seven six six. That's the long distance line. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are in a dead heat. 
for the three swing states that remain in the race for delegates. Florida, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. They're in a dead heat. Now, in national polls, okay, and this was news to me. This I find this quite shocking. And I'm not rooting for either one of them. I have never in my entire lifetime, I do not remember a time when, uh, you know, the leading candidate of the Republican Party and the leading candidate of the Democratic Party, both of them make me want to throw up. I have never seen such, such inept, pathetic leaders leading the pack for an American election like I see right now. And according to national polls, CNN polls, okay, Donald Trump is losing to Clinton in the latest polls that came out six days ago. 54% to 41%. Hillary Clinton. I mean, the phenomenon of this election in the States has been, oh, Donald Trump, you know, and, and how he's ticking everybody off and how, you know, he's tapping into anger and everything. And they treat him like he's some type of media superstar. Oh, yeah? Hillary's killing him in the polls. Hillary freaking Clinton would be the president of the United States right now if an election was held. Former Mexican president Vincent Fox called Donald Trump a hated gringo, an ugly American. Well, why wouldn't he? The guy wants to build a a fence between or a wall between Mexico and the States. Oh, my. (laughs) And I don't even want to. Oh, man. You know, and I said this. I said this when, you know, when Trudeau got elected. Okay. Actually, I said it before he got elected. When he became the, uh, the leader of the Liberal Party. I was excited, man. I was like, a, you know, a teenager with their dad's credit card at, you know, a, a St. Laurent shopping center. I said, man, this guy is going to provide me with more fodder on talk radio for the next four years, you know, or as long as he's leading the party. This guy, you thought Dan Quayle did a lot of dumb things. You know how media used to bash him in the 90s when he was the vice president under George Bush Sr.? And what's fun is I get points for originality because nobody, nobody in mainstream media is pointing out the gaffes that this guy makes. So as long as we got inept leaders, okay, like SpongeBob Trudeau and, and, and Donald the Hair Trump, and Hillary Clinton, I can't use the nicknames that people use for her because they, they're too profane and they're not, you know, I'm, I'll lose my G rating. As long as people are like this, man, talk radio is going to be quite popular in the continent. I'll be working for a long time thanks to these bozos. The average worker in North America, saw this stat in one of the online news services today, the average worker in North America will have to work a million years to make as much money in a lifetime. Well, not in a lifetime. I mean, your lifetime would have to be a million years. You'd have to work a million years to make as much money as Bill Gates has right now. Average worker in North America has to work a million years if they want to reach the level of wealth that Bill Gates is has right now. That should cause you to sleep a little more peacefully tonight, don't you think? <laughs> Hey, it's been fun. Show number two is in the books.
We'll be back at it tomorrow night with Ask the Pastor. That's going to be a new spin on things. Tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Share the info. www.latenightcouncil.com. We're back at it tomorrow night. Thanks for tuning in.